1: of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bandwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
2: It was so bad, my agent, like we sent her the video and she was like, I can't even send this in, I'm so sorry.
3: Hello world and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. If this is your first time tuning in, hello and welcome. This is the show where I speak to fellow actors about their journey in this wild industry and I make them share a few audition stories with me. We always have a lot of fun and um, sometimes there's tears involved too, (laughs) depending on how horrible the stories are. Today on the show, we have Caden mueller Jansen. She currently stars as Hartley in the Disney show, The Villains of Valley View, which is a very cute show. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, you should go watch it. Even if you don't have kids, just like watch it because it's cute. And uh, we also spoke about our music and um, a bunch of other stuff. So here's our conversation. And welcome to the show, Kaden. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and talk about the show and everything. I'm so excited to have you. Um I recently watched a couple episodes of your your new television series and it is so cute and you are so adorable. Um Thank you. But before we get to that, I want to talk to you about <laughs> what got you into this wild industry. Oh,
2: I mean, I think it was kind of a combination of things. I mean, growing up, I just was always obsessed with TV. Like I was always constantly watching TV shows, movies. I was definitely a Disney kid growing up. Mm. All of the Disney movies, like my mom had CDs and like had that little foldable little computer. I forgot what it's called, but you'd like put the CDs in and it'd literally be glued to it.
1: Constantly (laughs) always
2: like watching it. And I think it just got to a point in my life. Like I tried so many sports and extracurriculars and stuff like that and and music and acting is just what I connected to the most and Mm. I mean you know music also really helped me a lot throughout school you know I got bullied pretty bad in middle school just because I was very big in myself so you know yeah like acting and and music was really a way for me to escape and almost express myself in a way if that kind of makes sense and Yeah, I was lucky enough
3: to have the opportunity to have a career path in this industry, you know? (laughs) Which is great. And you're so young still. So it's amazing that you found um, this thing that brings you so much joy at such a young age. So many people search for it their entire lives. Um, So this is amazing. So what was like the first thing that you acted in? Was it a school play? How did this all start? I think the first musical I ever
2: did was Dear Edwina Jr. Oh my gosh I played a cheerleader named Becky and I remember I was so happy because my mom never let me be a cheerleader like when we were younger like I got to do soccer like tennis golf everything I was not allowed to be a cheerleader so when I when I got that little role in like the little musical I was so happy about it and I got to wear a little little cheerleader outfit and and yeah that really was like like doing rehearsals I just remember that as a kid and the day of the show like doing it in front of my family I was just so happy and I just Mm. wanted to do more of it if that makes
3: sense it totally makes sense I mean there's something so infectious about being on the stage and getting to feel the audience response right there in front of you it's just it's addicting it's this weird like high that you get of like oh my god I'm making somebody feel something this is amazing exactly that's exactly how i
2: felt and i think that's like what really made me like fall in love with live performances as well because you know like acting on the show is kind of different because you still have people watching you but you do so many takes but when it comes to like theater it's like you have one chance like Mm -hmm. you've been rehearsing for months like this is your one (laughs) shot and i almost loved like the adrenaline rush of it
3: No, totally. I mean, it I do think it's like a major adrenaline kick. And especially, I don't know about you, but when I get on the stage, it's like I black out and all of the work that's been done is just cemented in my brain so it just happens and then you get off exactly. that stage and you're like, "Wait, so did I do it?"
2: <laughs> no, literally. I remember like especially not dear Edwina, but I did the wizard of oz and oh my gosh i was so bad i i got the role of dorothy which was amazing and i just remember i was always rehearsing with the book and i didn't re- memorize the whole thing except the day before <laughs> oh my god judge me i was in middle school don't judge me. It's like the middle school play and i just remember the next day like we do the we do the show and i just completely blacked out like but i did all my lines right but it's just like when you're in the moment and it's like that with. The, the adrenaline and it's just Mm -hmm. live and everything you're just like go 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 and I almost think it's like so crazy that as humans we're able to do that like put on a show for an
3: hour memorize all these things like yeah I don't know to me that's crazy I don't know how to do it (laughs) it's totally wild it's wild that you like completely black out become this other person for an hour two hours however long the show is and then you come back to yourself afterwards and you're just like whoa that was cool what yeah. was that? That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in my yeah, own exactly. body now. I mean, that's what I love about being an
2: actress, too. I mean, it's just so cool to kind of, I don't know, like, dissociate yourself, like, yourself mm-hmm. from the character, and you become that character, if that makes sense, and just experience this whole different life and see life in, like, a total different point of view, if that makes sense. And I don't yeah. know, I just... Being an actress is so cool. We're
3: lucky. It is. It's really cool. (laughs) Okay, so how did you get into, like, the professional side of acting? You found your love in school. So what was that transition for you? So, um, oh, let me think about this. Okay,
2: so I went to a school of the arts in middle school. The the director of the school had this showcase camp that they did in L.A. And, Hmm. you know, they gave me an invitation to go And it was a five-day camp where, you know, you pick a script and find which one you love best and you practice that for five days. And at the end of the fifth day, like the agents and managers and a bunch of random people come, you do your thing and see if they want to rep you pretty much. And I mean, that's how I started. Um, I know everybody's kind of different, but I I was lucky that it kind of just fell into place, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. I mean, I kind of went from theater to just going to that showcase camp and then, of course, they took acting classes and stuff in between, right. but I mean, once we went there, I, I met a few different people, and then I met the Savage Agency, which is my agents now, and I've been mm. with them ever since. I was, I believe I was like 13, turning 14. Yeah. So I've been with them ever since.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a very popular way, especially for child actors to break in the industry. I mean, when I was a kid, I went to IMTA, which was like this big showcase talent weekend in -hmm. New York and it's the same thing all the people would come they'd see you and then hopefully you'd get signed and you'd be off on your next adventure um so I feel like that's that's like a pretty standard way of child actors at least entering the industry and it's interesting because I don't know I it's it's always weird to me to listen to the stories of like adults entering it because I'm like what is that like yeah, I'm just curious
2: because, like, for me, it just like, now I'm not gonna say easy, but like, kind of, you know what I mean? Like when you're a kid, right. It's easier to like market you in the industry mm-hmm. and stuff when you start young. But then when it like comes to older, people, I'm like, do you guys do showcases? Do you like reach yeah. out? I don't know. I need to ask. I should ask my castmates. Yeah, <laughs> I know for sure. But I mean, even my castmates, like the the Lucy Davis and James, they both started when they were pretty much very young yeah i mean james started what when he was 11 and lucy pretty young as well so it's just like i don't know most of the people that i've met in the industry have actually started at a young age i want to meet somebody who's like started like later on like at like 30 or something be like how was your experience (laughs) yes
3: i've i've met i've had some people on the show that started at at like a later time and had a total different career before this and it's so interesting to like hear kind of like their transition because it's so different yeah. from what we've experienced for sure anywho <laughs> so <cool>. um <laughs> no sidetracked um okay so you sign with savage you yeah. start going on auditions
1: yeah
3: how long until you um hit the jackpot with the villains of valley view oh
2: gosh how oh, was this so it took six years for me to finally book my 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 big role I mean honestly I wouldn't have had it any other way because you know I feel like it's almost good like that I didn't book a job then just because I feel like I wasn't mentally ready for that if that makes sense like now Mm -hmm. you know I'm 20 I'm at a place in my life where I can really take care of myself I know right from wrong all of that and I'm just kind of I don't know, but this role, it kind of felt like everything was meant to be, that makes sense, like it was mm. the right time, right place, like, and, and it was perfect. I mean, I've auditioned for, oh my gosh, many, 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 many things over the years, and I've gotten very, very, very close, but I mean, my mom always told me, she was like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, and I always try to keep that mentality and not let it get to me too much, because you know, like, when you do so many auditions and you get so close and like you see so many of the same girls too I mean yeah. I've competed against a lot of the same girls who have the same looks as me it just like it, it got me real uh, kind of down between that times like mm-hmm. I'd get really sad and think it was about myself but then I, my mom would keep me going would just be like it's meant to be it'll fall into place just keep working hard do what you're doing and you know, six years later, it it finally happen, happened, and I'm so happy about it. I mean, it's <laughs> awesome. I'm, like, on the Disney Channel at 20. I mean, it's a pretty cool thing to say.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Most people would kill to be on the Disney Channel, and you have done it, which is great. It's a I'm huge accomplishment. Kind
2: of, yeah, I'm still kind of in shock. I mean, every single time somebody asks me, they're like, what is it like to be – on Disney and like get this role. I'm like uh, amazing. It's like almost no words. Like like I grew up watching Disney Channel and yeah. watching like these iconic stars the doing their wands. Yes, exactly. Yep. And I got to do that. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then you know now I'm getting comments from like kids who used to be like me and saying that they're looking up to me and I'm like me? I'm like <laughs> you're telling me you know what I mean? So it's really I'm still kind of processing it all, but I mean, I'm, I'm so grateful that I had this opportunity and I got to learn so much and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what's still coming. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. You have so much ahead of you, but I mean, villains of the Valley is so fun. I want to know though, are you upset that you don't get to have powers because I'd be a little upset that I don't get to have powers. You know,
2: I won't say that I'm upset, I will say, sometimes I, I, I am a little jealous of all the cool stuff they get to do. I'm just kidding. I, I don't get jealous. But I will say some of the stuff that they get to do with their powers and stuff, is epic. It's so and cool. I, I was telling the writers, I was telling the writers, I was like, Can't Hartley just get hurt, like, a little bit? Can't she just fly me on a wire? Like, I am very coordinated. I can do this. I promise. Like, I mentioned it many of times. So hopefully, you know, in season two, they either, you know. Yeah. Whether it's powers or stunts or flying across the room after getting hit with power. I don't care what it is. I'm so ready for it, you know. Um, But, I mean... I feel like it'd also be like cheesy for Hartley to get powers too. I totally. will say that because it's like, I feel like the best friend always eventually ends up getting powers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't want it to be like people guess it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like maybe Hartley will just be the cool one who just always ends up being in the way <laughs> like, with no powers or something like that. But no, Hartley's pretty cool though. <laughs>
3: How would you say uh, you and Hartley connect I mean you seem like a very bubbly and energetic and positive person and Hartley is very much so that so is are you just being you on that screen are you projecting yourself into her. Oh, for sure. I would say it's definitely a version of me amplified. (laughs) I mean,
2: (laughs) I definitely, I'm very energetic and love to talk. I'm a people person, but I definitely wouldn't say I'm like, hello, everybody in the world, you know, which is great. Like, there's nothing bad about that. You know, I'm a bit older now and Hartley's Hartley's a bit on the younger side. But, you know, when I first read the script, I really just, I, I just connected with her because I felt like, she was a lot like my younger self, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I mean, she just, not that she's naive, but she doesn't like to see the bad in people. She she's only optimistic. Like really, exactly. She only likes to see the good and, and and really believes that anybody with a little bit of love and care can really be a good person. And I mean... I love that because that's exactly how I felt when I was a kid. I always saw the good in people. Mm. And, you know, I got to a point in my life where I saw a little bit of the bad people and then I kind of <laughs> live, live and learned a little bit. So I think, you know, the only difference between me and Hartley is that I've kind of seen a little bit of the bad side of people. But, you know, later on in the in the season coming up, I think she might get a little, a little hint of what's... Ooh what what a bad person can really be oh, like. Oh, so. there's
3: a little, little niblet <laughs> well, there, people, everybody. Well, listen well, to that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah.
0: You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet. And if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts.
3: So let's talk a little bit about your singing because not only are you yeah. starring on a television show right now, because, you know, that only takes a little bit of your time. Um, <laughs> You are also recording so many songs and releasing things back to back. How? And I don't how? even know.
2: <laughs> I don't even know how I've been doing it. I was like, I'm trying to juggle the whole acting and music thing at the same time. But I mean, I love them both so much. I mean, I... I started singing before I started acting. It kind of eventually just came hand in hand. So I would say that, you know, music was my first true love. And mm-hmm. it as I was saying before, was really a way for me to express myself and my feelings. And, you know, I kind of found out that I could have kind of like could come up with songs and start mm-hmm. writing lyrics and stuff in middle school when I was just kind of like, I didn't have that many friends. I was kind of a loner and really just wrote how I felt in a notepad and and you know eventually I went to LA, uh, met my agent, they got me in contact with the manager on the music side. Mm. They put me in the studio with my producer Dustin Atlas and that's when Kiss Kiss Baby and No Maybe were made when I was 13. So now people know that I was 13. So at that cute. Time. Yeah, and I mean that's kind of all how it Started. I mean, I gone to the studio and I never looked back. I mean, uh, the, the writing process and just creating music in the studio. I was like, ah, oh, this is where I meant to be. This is great, and I loved making songs. I mean, it's it. it I, I don't know how to explain it. Like the feeling you get when you sing. It's just so like powerful, mm. and, and and has this like wave of release if that makes sense. I don't know.
3: <laughs> I don't no, know I get it. That. I get it. It's like when you sing it's so much easier to sing your feelings than to say them to somebody. Like saying your exactly. feelings, saying your truth is so difficult and it's so hard. But if you can sing it, it's like this this release in your heart where you're just like, "Oh, thank God. I feel a weight lifted."
2: Exactly. Exactly. See, I'm terrible with words. Sometimes I'm like, I, I got like you. Expensive. I'll be your translator. <laughs> exactly. That's perfect. Cause I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's just, that's, ah, uh, that's why I'm just, I feel so lucky that I'm able to do this as my day-to-day job. I mean, I, I just, I'm so happy <laughs> to do it if that makes sense and to be able to express myself and have other people that and hopefully inspire them to do the same. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's a
3: blessing. I I feel very grateful for life right now. (laughs) I mean, and that's kind of our jobs as artists, right? It's like, we have to always be inspiring the next generation. And you're clearly doing that, which is so fun to see. So so on this show, we like to share audition stories. Now those can Uh be the bad ones. They can be the sad ones. They can be the one that got away. Um, is there a story or stories that you would like to share with the listeners? Oh, Lordy. I have a few. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like, uh, okay,
2: this one's like not terrible, but I will say, I remember my first self-tape I ever had to do um, right after I signed with the Savage Agency. and It was for The Wrinkle in Time remake and storm reed yeah storm reed the girl from um euphoria as well and and from the wrinkle time she ended up booking it which is amazing Mm -hmm. i love i actually love that she got it but i literally when i tell you it was the first self-tape me and my mom ever had to do and we didn't like i don't know if you've ever had like the first self-tape experience where it's just like Terrible! The setup's terrible. You have a sheet. Terrible lighting. When I did
3: my first self tape, you couldn't even record on cell phones. You had to get out your digital camera and go against your closet wall. Like it was bad.
2: Exactly. We had to go to like what Best Buy and get one of those cameras and the tripods. And can't even send this in. I'm so sorry. It was like it was that. She literally said it, and I was like holy crap i was like okay it's a new so level mom, of bad yeah yeah it was really bad so my mom um ended up doing a lot of research and found this lady about like 25 minutes away from us who was like a really good setup and she would do the the auditions with me and stuff but that was so <laughs> bad i would say that was like it wasn't like in person like audition but that was like the first kind of big weird mess up and then Oh gosh, I've had a few. I mean, sometimes I get so nervous on the auditions, I just blank. Like, I just don't know, and the paper is in front of me. I mean, I remember it was something for Disney. I don't remember what project exactly. I think it was like maybe a movie, and I just remember I had a call back, and I was at the Disney building in Los Angeles. I'm like a picture- person like i remember everything in pictures yeah so just visualize this i got you, you. <laughs> i
3: see it is it the is the, the one on olive are we looking at a green and white building yes that okay.
2: one where radio disney is and everything yep, yep. yes 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 so that was the building you know i think it's like 25th 26th floor something like that mm-hmm. i just remember sitting in the waiting room just scared crapless you know what I mean (laughs) I'm just like there, like shaking I'm trying to memorize all my lines I'm just like oh my god oh my god and I think that had to be probably like one of my second like third callbacks I was still like pretty brand new and I go in and I just I'm like I'm doing good I'm doing good and then they say a line and I'm like uh, uh, uh." oh no and I just made that noise where just nothing was coming out, and I had the paper in front of me, and I looked down, and I'm just like, uh, uh, and I was just like, and then I was really scared because you know they always say like never start over, just like keep going, like mm-hmm. like get back into the coach. keep. I couldn't. I was I was frozen, so I kind of was just like, uh, and I waited for them to say something, which was probably like a minute and a half, which is like silence of like can you please just like tell me whether to, you're gonna kick me out of the room or tell me to go again and thank god they let me go again um <clears throat> ended up stumbling and doing the same thing but kind of kept going after and you know didn't
3: hear back but that's okay hey you ended up as a lead on a disney show so i think it's okay yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i think it's okay i think it worked out have,
2: um it's just things like that just are traumatizing yeah. when you have to think back and you just like you you cringe oh god oh yeah but I think I have, that I have changes
3: when um as you get older like your ability and your confidence grows and you're when you do mess up now it's like ah, all right well now what here well, we go let's keep moving
2: for sure for sure I mean I would definitely say now compared to then i I mean, I'll get a little bit of butterflies, but I always think it's a good thing because it means you, you, you're excited yeah. about what it you're doing. Yeah, means you're connected. If you, exactly. If you didn't have butterflies, you're not loving what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. That's what my mom always said. If you're not nervous, there's something wrong. <laughs> so true. I'm so, um, like, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm kind of happy I had those experiences though, because you live and you learn. And I mean,
3: now I feel like I can go in a room and, and knock it out. So that mm-hmm. that's a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, and I think too, like you know, experience just teaches you how to like make fun of yourself in those situations as yeah. well. Where it's like, oh, I messed that up. Huh? Okay, let's just uh, start. can we want to start over? You want to go again? You want to go from here? Where do you want to do? Yeah. It? It's just like, <laughs> like how tell do me- we do this? Yeah, exactly. And I mean.
2: I mean, that's just kind of also a part of life. I mean, not even just in the industry and everything. I mean, you go through these certain things in life that I feel like are life lessons, and you need to go through these things and these embarrassing moments and mm-hmm. these stumbles and these mistakes just so you can come out better in the end. And yeah, I've done some embarrassing things in my life, but I will say in the end of the day, it's made me a better person.
3: We love that. <laughs> love that. Well, yeah. One of the last things I want to ask you, or I guess the last thing I'm going to ask you, is Mm -hmm. you're on this great path right now. Where do you see your future? What do you want to accomplish either as an actor, a singer, maybe on the other side of the camera? What's on the, the vision board for, like, let's say the next, like, 10 years?
2: I mean, I don't know. This might sound cheesy, but I just want to work as, like, meet as many people as possible, work as on as many projects as possible. I want to tour the world. I mean, try all types of food, see all types of places perform my music. I mean, that's like, I don't know. That's my life purpose. I feel like I just Mm. feel like in my heart, that's what I'm meant to do. And I'm trying to work towards that, if that makes sense. So hopefully 10 years from now, definitely touring the world and hopefully on the big screen someday. Fingers crossed.
3: Fingers crossed. Oh, man, it's been so fun to talk to you. Um, where can people follow you on social media to keep up with all of your music and all of your movies and shows? So all of my
2: social media handles are Kaden Mueller and then my YouTube is just Kaden. But I mean, everything's on my website at kadenmuller.com. like all the links and stuff. So if you go to kadenmuller.com, you'll find everything you need.
3: great thank you so much for being on the show I am so excited to see what you do in the future and I can't wait to see uh the rest of the villains of the valley honestly me
2: too because we're only halfway through and
3: I need to see the next few episodes but seriously thank you so
2: much for having me I mean I had a great time talking about everything (laughs) it's been a blast
3: Thanks again to Caden for coming on the show and talking with me and sharing those stories. It was so great to meet her. If you're not watching The Villains of Valley View, then um, yeah, you should be watching it because it's a super cute show. And they just got picked up for season two, which is fantastic. Congratulations, Caden and everybody on the show. That's so exciting. Uh, Tune in next week. We'll have Derek Brady, who is one of the stars of the hit series Johnson on Bounce. You can go watch um, episodes from the first season and catch up now on that before next week's episode. If you're not subscribed to the show, uh, do that (laughs) wherever you're listening to it and uh, make sure to leave us some love. And as always, thanks for coming in.
1: wait the excitement doesn't end there as we bid farewell to season one we are thrilled to announce the launch of season two get ready for more gripping narratives more unforgettable characters and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat we have some big surprises coming the force will definitely be with you so stay tuned stay engaged and most importantly stay excited from all of us at the table read podcast thank you and let's make season two even more memorable together